Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. Excited to be in the building today. Excited to, to get a chance to talk to him about his phenomenal career. I'm also here with Ryan Cameron. Ryan, go ahead and say hi to the people. What's up, everyone? How you doing today? All right. Um, so we're going to get into this um, this great interview. Man, uh, Darian, before we even get started, how you feeling today, man? I feel great, man. Leaving to go play ball in, uh, on Thursday, and I'm just excited to be an angel. Awesome, man. By the way, definitely congratulations on that, Doc. Um, big, big situation for you. Um, big for the swag. Um, so I, I know you're extremely excited about it. Um, I want to get into a little bit of your history before we get into, um, you know, the present and the future. Let me ask you this question. You were a great athlete in high school. You played two sports, baseball and football. I um, played wide receiver and DB. I'm at Rudder High. Um, my, my question is, how did you finally decide to, to get to just stick to baseball? Um, sticking with baseball, it wasn't very hard to do. Uh, I mean, my dad, I, I, didn't, I didn't really play football growing up. I played, like, flag football, and that was it. But growing up, uh, baseball was always in the family. It was always in my heart. So uh, around high school time, uh, it just it, – it, baseball is just a sport I love. Uh, football, I didn't – I love football as well. But baseball, I saw myself going even further in baseball than I would in football. So that that was really the deciding point for me, was just sticking with baseball. And it just happened to work out very great for me. Awesome, man. So, all right, you're leaving out of high school. I, I know people wanted you. You're about six foot three, right? Six foot three, about 205. Um, what was the recruiting like coming out of high school? And then how did you end up at Purview? Uh, the recruiting, it wasn't – it, it wasn't uh, very big at all. Um, I have the numbers. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really pitch in high school. I pitched maybe like a few innings. Uh, I, I was. I was known as a hitter. Uh, I batted three ninety four, five bombs. Uh, I didn't really. I didn't have any offers coming out of school. I went to. I went to a a tryout at Temple Junior College in Temple, Texas. They offered me a scholarship. Uh, and Purview eventually offered me a scholarship. Uh, two weeks later. And I took the Purview scholarship because that was the place I felt most comfortable at, and uh, the rest is history. Man, for the people who don't know, what is the atmosphere like at Prairie View? I've been there a few times, so I know. But can you tell the people what's the atmosphere like at Prairie View? Uh, the atmosphere is 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 uh is is great. It's a lot of people that want to learn, want to get better, want to do something with their lives. Um, it's a very live and uh, out. Outrageous, as in very fun and articulate school. Um, if if anybody of any color or any race would would en- would enjoy going to Purview, that's that's just how it is. That Purview, you 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 feel like it, you're at home. Awesome, man, and that's that's kind of most of the atmosphere when you're kind of dealing with HBCUs, right? Like that, that's just kind of the feeling of it. Um, yeah, of course. And I'm glad Purview. 
Yeah, and I'm glad Prayer View holds that same same feeling there. All right, so once you started in baseball, right, like you kind of made the decision to stick with baseball, you go to Prairie View after um, the tryout. How did you decide that you were going to be a full-time pitcher? I know at some point you were an outfielder. You have a, you mentioned your phenomenal batting average when you were in high school, and then you had a phenomenal batting average when you were um, in, in college as well. So how did you make the decision after, you know, such a phenomenal season, right? How did you make the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to go full-time as a pitcher? Well, the funny thing about me and Prairie View, I didn't uh, – it wasn't a trial. It, it, it wasn't like a uh, – like a trial they had. Uh, the way I was found by Purview, uh, I followed the coach on Instagram when I was in high school. And after two weeks of Temple offered me their scholarship, uh, he followed me on Instagram. And he DM'd me, and he was asking basically who I was. Um, he asked for my information, my phone number, my stats. He gave me a call that day. And then I, I had a game in Brenham, Texas that same day. He came to see me play. He called me that night and told me he wanted me to come down so he can look at me even more. So I went down to Prairie View and offered me a scholarship at Prairie View. He wanted me to be a pitcher, but he but he realized I can hit as well because uh, I I also got had to I also had to hit in front of them as well, and they really liked what I could do with the bat, and so they gave me an opportunity to hit and pitch. Uh, my freshman year, I didn't I only pitched two innings. Uh, they didn't really need me to pitch at all, so my stick uh, was in the lineup for a little bit of the season. My sophomore year, I had a phenomenal year hitting. I batted 350. I also started my pitching career as a starting pitcher ever my sophomore year in college. And my junior year, I became a pitcher only because it was best for the team. And then this year was uh, my third year being a starting pitcher, and it just happened to be uh, a great thing. Hey, Damian, this is Ryan. I got a question for you. On that, did he express you kind of – why he wanted you to be a pitcher whenever he first reached out to you? Because like you said, you never pitched before. So was it was it just your arm that he saw had the potential to be a pitcher? Um, because obviously this worked out really well with you being drafted uh, as a pitcher. So did he express to you at all what he saw in your capabilities as a pitcher before you even knew? Um, the thing was, he probably saw my high school stats uh, – like I said, in high school, I pitched like a few innings, not much. He probably saw that, and he was, he probably thought in his mind, uh, well, we need pitchers, so I want to see what he can do out here. So I threw a bullpen <laughs> in front of him. And so uh, he also saw me in the cages as well, hidden, and he really liked what he saw as well, so he gave me a shot at both. That's how that side wow. went down. Awesome. Man, that is a phenomenal story, and shout-out to you for being, um, I mean, just resourceful like that following him on Instagram, and that's how you get your scholarship? Whose story is like that? That is awesome, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Man. Nothing but God. Man, that's, that's, that's incredible. So, hey, I, I noticed this about, about baseball. Most pitchers aren't phenomenal at the plate. Like, that's not their thing, right? Um, but mm -hmm. you excel at it. Is there anything about your training that allowed you to excel at it? Um, I think what helped me the most uh, – was all the long hours I put in uh, going up hitting, uh, tournament teams, practice, uh, those long nights, those long days on my dad going to the cages on days where I really didn't want to go. Uh, mm. it, it just things like that really helped me out whenever I became mature and older about the game of hitting and how I need to put the barrel on the ball and what I can do as an individual, as a player, 
to get on the base. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, so here's what I want to know. After you had a really good junior year, going into this last year, you were preseason all-swag selection as a pitcher. Yeah. How'd that feel? And then what were those expectations like? What was the weight of that expectation like? Uh, when I first found out I was picked as preseason pitcher of the year, it was it was like an uh, an unbelievable feeling. Uh, it made me feel really good. It made me feel like people actually recognized and realized that I had talent on the pitching mound. Um, my expectations my expectations were were a lot better than what the outcome was for this year. But I did take some things out of this year, and I learned what I could do better, and that's what I'm working on now. So, um, so hopefully, whenever I get to pro ball, they can teach me the things that I was uncertain about and don't have any clue about. Because, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a very young pitcher. I have a lot in the tank, and it just the sky's the limit for me. Uh, so I feel like I will, I will catch on quick. I'm a quick learner, and anything they want to teach me, I'm, I'm all. I'm all open ears for them and uh, just excited to get ready to go. So what are you said you mentioned some of those things that you're still a little uncertain about, some of those things that you feel that, you know, there's so much to learn for you because you are a young pitcher. What are some of the things that you feel that, man, this is what I'm most uncertain about? Well, uh, one thing I've been working on that I was a lot of uncertain about, uh, no, my mechanics, uh, I, I, uh, I had a friend of mine who graduated a year before I did, and uh, he was he got a job at a place called Dynamic Sports Training, mm-hmm. and they have a pitching coach called Michael Boyle, and I was introduced to Michael Boyle um, last fall, and um, he really uh, broke down what I was doing wrong on the mound when it came to mechanic when it came when it came down to mechanics, and um, based off what he taught me, I took him to the game and I took him to practice and I. And I took home to to just practice, and overall, I I realized it's, it's more than just you know just getting on the mound, just throwing the ball. It, it has a lot to do with your mechanics, because one one tweak in your mechanics can make you go from an average pitcher to a great pitcher, and that that's what I realized when I went to Michael Boyle, is that there's just so much I can learn and there's so much I can do, and even right now I'm still learning. Uh, I'm still going to him for training. And like I said, uh, just really excited to, to have gotten drafted so I can really, you know, see what it's like with the professional teaching, you know? Yeah. So you feel like with his training, your game has been ta- already taken to the next level? Yes, I feel like that his teaching is next-level teaching. Uh, I never met a guy like him to – you know, when I, my first day meeting him, uh, he gave me a baseball, and he had his camera phone out. He told me to get on the mound and just go through my regular motions and throw the ball hard as I can. So he it just took one throw for him to see what was absolutely what, what was wrong with what I was doing. Um, so he broke every single thing down and he changed the way he changed my he didn't change the way I you know necessarily throw the ball. He changed the way to where I need to throw the ball in order to be more more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, more... more Mechanically consistent. sound? Yeah, yeah, more, more mechanically sound and more consistent uh, so I can last and, you know, so my velo can stay up throughout the game. And so mm. just his teaching alone, it, it was, I was, I was, I was, 
I was in awe. It was a, a teaching I was, like, I knew for sure that after that first day I met him, I was going back for sure. And I've been going back to him ever since. Man, that's incredible. Um, do, do you feel – now, when did you, when did you get a chance to start with him? Did you start with him after the season or, or prior to your senior year? Going into my senior year, uh, uh, a buddy of mine named Cassidy Land, he played baseball with me my junior year and sophomore year at Prairie View. He, uh, he graduated, got a job at uh, Dynamic Sports Training, DST is what they call it. He told me that if I need any help with anything, just let him know. And he sent me a text out and told me that there's a guy that would really help me out with my mechanics or anything like that if I need help. So I contacted him, and he introduced me to, to Michael Boyle. And um, the thing is, the Prairie View pitching coaches, uh, I took away from each pitching coach I had. You know, I had a pitching coach at school, and I had a pitching coach at Dynamic Sports Training. I took, okay. a, I, t- I took different information from each pitching coach that I thought would work out best for me and just mix it in all together. And both of the pitching coaches I had, one at Prairie View, one at Dynamic Sports Training, they both had their own way of teaching, and they both said things differently to make me understand the way how pitching it really is. And I just want to thank both of them for what they've done for me when it comes to teaching me about pitching because uh, I wouldn't have been here without them. Wow, man. Well, I'm very glad, you know what I mean, that you got a chance to see that. Did you see, as you were going through your senior year, did you really see your improvement and the way you approached the mound all of a sudden because of the training with Dynamic Sports? Yes, I, I actually did. Uh, the thing about Dynamic Sports, they don't just teach pitching. They also teach different sports. Uh, they also teach you how to, how to weight lift, how to eat, and things like that. So after going to DST, I felt very confident on the mound. Even though there were some days that the outcome wasn't as great, uh, I always stick to my approach, and eventually good things will happen with, with my approach. And so um, this is an overall great experience with DST and Dynamic Sports Training. Awesome. Hey, man, leaving out, you're, you're graduating, you're done, right? Um, three players were drafted from the SWAT. You, Marshawn Taylor of Grambling, and Ray Hernandez, right? Um, yes. Do you talk to those guys? Do y'all have like a relationship at all? Oh man, uh, I know me and Marshawn. Uh, we never talked prior to the draft. Marshawn, he congratulated me uh, on Twitter on getting drafted. I congratulated him as well. Uh, me and Marshawn, uh, we played. I'm gonna say, I don't remember pitching until my sophomore year, but. I definitely remember pitching against him my junior year and this year. Uh, he was probably one of the he was probably one of the best hitters I faced in this way wow. or or period since I've been pitching. And um, I, I remember I had a MOB questionnaire I had to fill out for a team, and they said who is the most like you know who the toughest hitter I have to face, and I I, I put Marshawn's name down because I really felt like he was one of the most tough hitters I faced since I've been pitching. And um, but I wish I wish him well. He's with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I wish him well. I think he's gonna do great. And um, Ray Hernandez, uh, you know, I I pitched against Ray Hernandez maybe like three times. Well, I pitched yeah three or four times. Um, and each time, you know, I would say something to him. If he got out, I would say something to him as he walking back to the dugout. And you know, it's kind of like a not like a friendship, but like a, a good sportsman mentality, you just talking it out and just, just having fun with the other team. 
What and, were you uh, saying to him, Darian? What were you saying to him? You know, he uh, he pieced the ball up pretty good and won a bat. And I was just telling him, I was like, man, take it easy on me, man. And he just, you know, <laughs> he just he just, he just started laughing at me and everything. And after the game, we just told each other, you know, good job and everything, and uh, good luck in the near future. That's awesome, man. That that's really cool. Now I, I got a secret for you, man. What's up? Um, I gotta tell you, you know, um, it makes me feel good that you talk about Marshawn like that. I'm a Gremlin man myself, and and just man, I I just feel so good. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, no, no problem, man. Marshawn, he's he's a great ball player. Awesome, awesome, man. Hey, um, Ryan. Yeah, man. You know, Danny, uh, I got some some. I, I, first of all, I cover minor league baseball, so I'm I'm just so excited to to be on the call and talking to you today. Um, it's a big part of what I do um, for my website is covering uh, covering minor league baseball, which which you're about to enter that world. So I know you got to be excited uh, for the different steps, and and you know this wasn't even on my game plan to ask you, but just hearing your your, your terrific story, quite frankly, of how you became a pitcher. Um, like you said, you're a very young pitcher. Uh, you know, you've only got a couple years under your belt where a lot of these draftees might have been pitching for the last 18 to 20, or, you know, 18 years or so. So with that, I know you had mentioned how you still have a lot to learn and everything, but it it has to be exciting for you, right, to know that you're, you know, you're going to play in uh, rookie league and single way and work your way up through the minors and, and hopefully, you know, the end goal to the major leagues. You've only had yeah. a little bit of training, really. Um, once you reach these minor leagues and you start seeing these different pitching coaches that you're going to work with and all this stuff, that's got to be an exciting opportunity for you, right? Of course it is. You know, that was one thing I was really hoping for as a young pitcher. Uh, I knew, as well as everybody knew that seen me pitch, that I had the potential to be a next-level pitcher. And I was just really hoping that I would get to the next level to experience how to just have that experience that not most people have is just to go into the next level and performing and competing uh, with the best of the guys that in the world. And just being able to say that I'm going to get professional help pitching is, is just awesome to me Cause, because I know the sky is the sky is not the limit for me. I know beyond the sky is a limit for me. And it's just I, feel, I see myself as a, as, a, as a good pitcher now but I really see myself as a great pitcher in the future with the professional help I will be getting. And that's something that stood out to me is, is a, uh, a, like you said, uh, this guy from Prairie View, who really didn't know all that well, thought of you as a pitcher really before you thought of yourself as a pitcher. And you end up making, you know, uh, you end up getting drafted just a few years later. So there has to be something special about what you're doing because being, being around a lot of minor league coaches and everything, I can tell you your story doesn't happen very often. So it's kind uh-huh. of a neat story in that aspect. You know, uh, they want to see not only college film, they want to see high school film. You know how meticulous the draft is. So, yes, uh, I mean, for the Angels to see you in just a few short years, because in baseball years, as you and I know, that's not very long. So to see know. you in just a, 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 a few short years and to draft you, I mean, uh, what was said to you whenever you got drafted? Um, uh, my, well, I'm going to go back to when I first got scouted by the Angels. 
when I mm. first got scouted by the Angels, uh, it was a uh, the scout's name was Rudy Vasquez. Uh, I was I was pitching for the TCL, the Texas Collegiate League, and um, it was probably I became a reliever in that league. Uh, I, I was hitting for the Brazos Valley Bombers, and then I ended up going to I ended up getting released from that team because I was like a temporary guy. And then I end up finding, signing a contract to play with another team in the same league, and I become a pitcher only. And so he seen me. He went to one of my. He didn't go to my game. He was he was there. Probably scouted somebody else. It was him and the White Sox there. And I was on the mound. Uh, I was pitching. I didn't know how hard I was throwing off the mound. Uh, I faced, I had one inning. I faced four batters. I got the inning. No run scored. Um, after the game, he came up to me. Him and the White Sox scout. They're just. Well, no, 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 no. The White Sox scout came up to me. He was like. Hey man, I really like what I see. How would you feel being in a being a pinstripes in an upcoming so years or whatever? And, you know, I I told him what I needed to say. And then the next day, I went out to the ballpark, same ballpark. Mr. Rudy Vasquez for the Angels. I was in the dugout. He asked me, "Can I come out the dugout and sit in the stands with him during the game?" So that's what I did. We talked it up, and ever since then, uh, the Angels were I was on their radar. And going into school and everything, uh, he came out and watched me. Uh, very often, and just he just he just he just kept with me throughout the journey. Uh, you know, good or bad, he was always there, always talked up for me. Um, and I just want to thank him for sticking with me this long time. But the, the Angels, uh, I just really want to thank the organization as well <clears throat> for taking a chance with me because I know they're they're not going to regret taking a chance on me. But this journey has it, it's been it's been very great and it's been a blessing because not many people can say they've been on this journey, and uh, I'm just very grateful for this journey. Absolutely, man. So you had a pretty good feeling you were going to go to the Angels. Um, I did want to ask one thing. You know, of course, you're ecstatic to play for the Los Angeles Angels one day, and who wouldn't be? I mean, L.A., uh, the amount of talent they have on their team, uh, of course you're excited for that. But whenever you first started uh, really thinking to yourself, hey, you know, I could end up in the major leagues one day, um, did you kind of want to be drafted by an NL team to where you could bring your bat back into play, or has your focus strictly been on on pitching? Um, to be honest, uh, I haven't really even thought about hitting at all um, because I still have so much to learn pitching, mm-hmm. and so I just I've really been focusing on pitching because I really see myself going far pitching, and so hitting. I mean, um, if they need, I'm I'm all open ears and I'm all I'm willing to do whatever they need me to do to help the team out. So if that's you know possibly putting down the ball to hit or just focusing pitching only, that's that's fine with me. But pitching only is my job right now, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, of course, man. And really, the last thing I want to wanted to talk to you about was kind of that draft that draft you know, leading up to that, did you kind of have a feeling of the range where you were going to go? Uh, you know, were you taken earlier than you thought or later than you thought? or or And also, did you think the White Sox might move up to get you? Um, I was I like, was really did, they, did they contact you pretty much, I mean, telling you kind of a range you're going to go in just for people, you know, like me who will never, ever get drafted? <laughs> Oh no 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 no! The, the White Sox—they were—they were—they were a team that that came out like my junior year and, and kept scouting me then. But eventually, like the White Sox faded away. I had other teams contacting me and everything like that. Uh, I had 
I had a couple of teams contact me uh, prior to the draft, and um, but the Angels, uh, I was I wasn't just hoping to be in any round of the draft. I was just hoping I had an opportunity to to just get you know professional help and everything because I know I can take off if I just get that help. Uh, so me just expecting anything else from the draft, I was just expecting this to get drafted and having an opportunity at the next level. Absolutely. And so you're you're you know about to go in into rookie league, I'm assuming, and, and you know you have a great future ahead of you. Uh, do you have any plans for for after baseball at all? Um, well, after baseball, uh, you know, I graduated Prairie View and University with a major in political science and a minor in legal studies. Uh, my plans after college, if I did not get drafted, I was going to go to law school, and uh, I was going to go be a prosecutor after I got my after I passed my bar test and everything like that, and eventually branch off to my own thing and do and become a and become a defense attorney. And so those are just a couple of things that I had in mind after baseball or, you know, if I didn't get drafted or anything like that. So I, I have a plan, just like everybody else should have a plan after baseball. Uh, but baseball is my main focus right now, and I'm just very excited to get started. Absolutely. Hey, man, how how great was graduation day for you? Like, how, how incredible was that? to kind of know that, you know what, no matter what the situation is, I'm walking out of here with what I intended to walk out with? Uh, graduation day was it was great. Uh, I couldn't have been more happier. Uh, it, it just, it's just something that not many people can say they have is a degree. And so I was, I was just very excited and very proud to have a degree and also knowing that I had, I had a chance to get drafted. So that was, that was, that was a plus for me. And, uh, just to be the fourth kid in my family to have a degree. Uh, well, the fifth kid in my family to have a degree. My mom and dad had six kids. Uh, all the kids are from by my mother and my dad. They've been married for 30-plus years. Um, wow. Yeah, my, my oldest brother. That's a big deal, man. People don't know it's a huge deal. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, my first, my oldest brother, he graduated with his master's from Texas State University. My sister graduated from my oldest sister graduated from Prairie View University and she's now working on her masters. Uh my next oldest brother, uh he had um he went to AM and he graduated with his masters from AM. Um my sister my other sister, she went to Sam Houston State University, graduated with her, you know, bachelor's degree and now she's planning on going to work on her masters at Prairie View Anime University and me being the fifth kid, I graduated with my bachelor's degree from Prairie View, and I have a little brother who graduated with his associate's degree, and now is at Prairie View. Uh, going to be playing baseball at Prairie View next year. Oh, that's incredible, man! So it sounds like you're leaving the legacy. Oh, for sure. I had to complete the legacy. Oh, that's phenomenal, man. So it sounds like you know. It, it, it's phenomenal going for you in, in the future, man. Let me ask you this question. You said that everything, everything that you've done, you want to say thanks to the man upstairs. Um, we want to know here at Trackstar Sports, how can we um, continue to pray for you as you move on in the future? What would be something that you would hope that, you know, we're praying for you about, and what is something that you're looking to do as you go forward? Um, some things you can pray for me for or, you know, just peace of mind. Um, 
injury free and just, you know, taking what they taking what they give me and working with it and having it work out best for me. And just to pray that I, I do great, I do outstanding. And so one day my name can be on the big stage. Absolutely. We see it. We see it for you, Doc. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, my name is Rick Sincere with Ryan Cameron of Out of the Pen Podcast. Um, we're just very, very thankful, man, that you decided to join us. Um, we hope big, big things for you in the future. We see huge things for you in the future, um, just like I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do as well. So thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. All right. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Ryan Cameron Out of the Pen. We are thankful that you guys are listening to us, and y'all have a great day. It's your boy, Damo. For all of you who listen to The Outsider's Edge and you own an Android device, do me a favor. Go over to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app now. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as your favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you set Trackstar Sports as a favorite so you can listen to the newest episodes of The Outsider's Edge each and every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic, and it's available now for your Android device. Go get it.